Welcome back to another episode of This Week in Finance. I am your host, Brendan, and this is Financial Friends, a community for people who love business finance and investing. And boy, do we have some stories about business finance and investing for you this week. Obviously, as you saw by the thumbnail and the title of this video, three big CEOs making three very different headlines based on three very different stories. So let's go ahead. Let's dive into the content. Cut right to it. If you want to subscribe to this YouTube channel, as I mentioned, everything business, finance, and investing related is discussed, posted, and talked about here in this channel and all of the other platforms for financial friends. Those are going to be behind me, links below in the description. We're starting off this week with Meta. Meta recently fired 11,000 employees or 13% of their staff in an effort to cut costs. Now, of course, these layoffs are coming after massive and massive amounts of investment into virtual reality, which if you've tuned into these episodes before, you know, I don't think is going to pan out quite the way that Mark Zuckerberg thinks. He did, however, take ownership of these decisions saying, quote, This is a sad moment and there's no way around that. Also adding, quote, I got this wrong and I take responsibility for that. So if you dive into their stock chart, things have not been good, as I mentioned. And this is part of the reason why he is having to make these cuts. The stock is being absolutely hammered. The company being absolutely scrutinized and advertising dollars are beginning to pull away from the platform. Why is that? Well, there's tons of different interest all over the market for new platforms, up and coming platforms, and advertising as a whole is going to begin to get hit as we move towards a potential recession, companies looking to cut costs. Now, Mark Zuckerberg also stated that not only are we gonna make job cuts, but we're gonna become more efficient. This is a quote from the Wall Street Journal, the article I have pulled up here saying, Meta's broader cost cutting will, quote, add up to a meaningful cultural shift in how we operate. That was from Mark Zuckerberg. He also said he would monitor business performance and other factors before deciding how quickly to resume hiring. Of course, that's a key component a lot of people want to know about. He also said the company's spending on infrastructure related to AI, which can have heavy computing processing loads, could become more efficient. So again, more potential costs could be cut. Now, if you take a look at the stock chart kind of in depth, you can see the last five days, the stock is up nearly 18%. If we hop into the key events here, I'm wondering if it will actually populate this for us, slide into the last five days, it won't. But after the earnings report from Meta, stock absolutely tanked. After the announcement that they would be cutting jobs, the stock rose. People like the fact that Meta is going to be cutting some costs and potentially doing more with less. So we're going to keep our eye on this. I think this is a much broader story than just Meta, um, but focusing more on Meta and their competitors. The reason that maybe some advertising dollars are being pulled away from the platform is, I'm sure we're all thinking it, TikTok. Now, I was scrolling TikTok the other day just minding my own business, when all of a sudden, this gentleman, the head of Instagram, popped up onto my feed. And I'm like, what is he doing on TikTok? This doesn't really make sense. Wouldn't you want to push your platform via your platform? Now, I understand you have to get out there and gather new people and collect new individuals, but if you don't know about Instagram by now, it's because you don't want to know about Instagram. So this is the Instagram creator's TikTok account, which I find super weird. Obviously, this is not just targeting Instagram users, but instead targeting potential creators for Instagram. 
creators that are already on TikTok and probably for a reason. But he was announcing some new features, some finally features, things that they definitely should have done a long time ago, like improving uh, online and also allowing you to schedule posts on Instagram. But I found this interesting too. Look at the view count on all of these videos. Now I know on TikTok in general, something kind of has to take off and then it gets a bunch of views and this post clearly did that. Part of the reason why I was seeing it, 49.4 thousand views. But all of these others, for anyone who is listening to this podcast, all of the other content here on the Instagram creators TikTok page has basically no views. Everything is less than call it 7,000 views, which is pretty substantial for an account with over 100,000 followers. As you can see via my tweet here, I said, quote, this might be the best thing I've seen all week. Instagram advertising new features on TikTok and TikTok obviously not pushing any of their videos. The account has over 1,000 followers for reference. So a very interesting topic, but that kind of closes this chapter on Meta as we transition away from it to Elon Musk. Elon Musk, obviously, as I was just on Twitter, the now owner and CEO of Twitter, he's been going through a little bit of a rough time. Um, And by rough time, I don't necessarily mean him personally, but him trying to get people to believe that the platform is a place for advertisers. Advertisers are obviously very speculative about the direction of the platform, the way in which they're verifying their new users now, allowing users to pay $8 to essentially become verified. This has already led to a ton of problems. Actually, now Twitter Blue, which was the name of that kind of service, being rolled back down, not allowing new users to sign up for the time being. Um, And they're also concerned about how their content is going to be shown against other content. It's very crucial for advertisers to make sure that their content is being shown next to content that is either family friendly or like-minded, like the style of the product or the service that they are performing or selling. And for that reason, They're not spending as much money on Twitter right now, and Elon Musk has said he recognizes, quoting, a massive drop in revenue. Now, we cited this chart last time. We're going to use it again. This is Twitter's potential change in a business model that allows them to gain more revenue, and that is the $8 a month subscription. At the time, we weren't quite sure how much was going to be charged, but now we know it's $8. And you can see if 20% of all new users or all users, I should say, on Twitter pay that the new revenue that could be generated is $4.6 billion. Do I think that 20% of all users are going to sign up for this, especially given the outcry of this new feature? Absolutely not. Do I think that a significant portion could be if the correct call it features, could be added to Twitter Blue 100%. My belief is you could probably get about 10% of users to sign up if you allow for some good features, if those features are worth $8, and if you could add even more value than what people are expecting, you will get others to sign up. But that's only $2.3 billion. And in 2021, they need, or they had $5 billion. Most of that coming from advertising. But if advertising spend goes down and you see an increase in the subscription revenue from Twitter Blue, you might cancel those two out or increase just marginally. And they don't need marginal improvements. They need massive improvements. They need massive improvements because Elon Musk is now saying that the company could face bankruptcy. That within the next year, there might be a potential that the company could file from bankruptcy or for bankruptcy, pardon. And 
people did not like this. Um, Twitter executives were cited or rumored to have been left or leaving, I'm sorry, the company, which is not good news. And I think Elon's people management skills have really always been tested. He is a rash individual, a little bit impulsive, and can rub off on people quite the wrong way. Now, he was trying to smooth things over. Uh, I believe this was Wednesday when he hosted a Q&A on Twitter. This is Twitter Spaces. I did make this graphic. I was actually in this, if you could see the Financial Friends logo right here. Um, but there were some individuals from Twitter, as well as someone from the International Advertising Board, I believe it was, the IAB. Don't quote me on, on that official acronym there. Um, but he was essentially speaking to the users of Twitter and clearly to massive companies with big marketing budgets about what the future of Twitter could hold. Again, trying to smooth things over with them. Them. As you can see, for people who can't, uh, who are listening to this podcast, companies like Target, Pinterest, Walgreens, Nissan, Honda, Chevy, Chipotle, GMC, Adidas, TMZ, SoFi, Yahoo Finance, of course, they're going to be in there, the Apple App Store, the Jordan brand. These were all companies involved in this call, and I could have kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. There were plenty of massive corporations listening in to every single word this gentleman has to say. This is going to be a massive story. Uh, gosh, ever since this has started, it's been a massive story with Elon Musk, but this particular story is going to be huge. The reason being, Twitter could be no more, at least in terms of filing for bankruptcy, and if that actually happens my platform on there, the platform so many of you might be trying to build, the place that so many people get their news information from could be going away or changing in a huge way. And it kind of feels like at this point, it's all in the hands of Elon Musk. So this will be something that we talk about a lot because it combines content creation, business, finance, and Elon Musk, which makes for an absolutely fantastic story, both on here and personally and on other platforms as well. Now, what also makes for a good story is FTX basically failing and actually filing for bankruptcy itself. The company CEO Sam Bankman-Fried has left and he is no longer, well, I should say resigned, not left, resigned as the CEO. He is, of course, going to help them through this bankruptcy process, which he, at least in my personal opinion, probably single-handedly created. Um, this is going to be shaky. The whole cryptocurrency space uh, is currently imploding as we speak with firms lending to other firms that then fail, causing other firms to lend. And I can take you through this because this is what happened. BlockFi, who was experiencing some problems, probably from the Voyager digital downfall, which then could have been caused previously by the Three Arrows capital downfall. But BlockFi got a bailout from FTX. FTX has now failed and BlockFi is now experiencing problems. BlockFi experienced problems in the first place because of other companies failing. And so essentially what you see is a building falling in on itself. All of these individuals, all of these CEOs, all of these scammers, if you want to call them that, because it seems like that's what they were, are beginning to crumble. And it seems like the one person who was really holding all of this together was Sam Bigman fried and he is no longer doing that. He actually reached out to Binance to see if they could provide liquidity for FTX to allow FTX to get customer funds back to them. And do you know what they said? Let's take a look. Let's do our due diligence. They did their due diligence and they said, we'll pass. Meaning an individual 
CZ, who is the CEO of Binance, who loves cryptocurrency and wants the space to succeed, took a look at this company and said, absolutely not. We cannot save you. Now, what FTX was doing, rumored, was taking funds from customer accounts and then moving them to Alameda Research, which was Sam Bankman-Fried's other company. Sam Bankman-Fried was moving money to Alameda to do whatever. But Alameda Research apparently still owns O's, pardon, $1.5 billion in loans to counterparties outside of FTX. Meaning if I drew a, a picture of this, you'd be very confused, but FTX gave funds that, first off, were never supposed to be given to anybody. They were supposed to sit there for liquidity purposes because they were customer deposits. They moved those funds to Alameda Research. Mind you, Sam Bigman fried owns both of these companies. Alameda Research took those funds regardless of what they did with them and did whatever. But Alameda Research is then borrowing from other places. So Sam Bingman fried was levering up all of his companies, and they have now crumbled. And we're getting to watch it live. And I'm going to tell you, it's pretty interesting. I feel really bad for anybody who had their funds there and, you know, lost them or is curious what's going to happen to them, because the answer to that question is, I don't know. BlockFi was a company that I personally trusted and I know other people trusted here on YouTube and now they are saying, don't deposit, we can't potentially give you withdrawals, and FTX US, which was regulated by the United States to make sure they had one-to-one deposits and the ability to then withdraw those funds afterwards, proper liquidity, they might be in trouble too. So this is getting extremely wild. This is not investment advice. However, if you have cryptocurrency and it is currently sitting on an exchange, it might be a good idea to take a look at getting some form of a product that allows you to get that cryptocurrency onto the blockchain and stored safely rather than in the hands of individuals like this right here. If you want the full timeline and more information, this article will be linked below. It is the timeline from Reuters that is now on Yahoo Finance as to everything that happened with FTX and also some other information regarding cryptocurrency as well. So hopefully you enjoyed these stories. Hopefully you're able to take something away, a fresh perspective. You learned something new. If you did, leave a comment down below and let me know what you learned or what you found interesting. Also, give me your thoughts on these stories. This is, of course, a community. Your input and your feedback is really what drives all of this. So leave those comments down below. Check me out on these platforms here for live updates on these stories. And I will see you all in the next one. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Take care.